Hello and welcome to Building a Brand Foundation, a series of podcasts which will give you a firm foundation from which to launch a successful brand that will attract customers and help you grow your business. Welcome along. Today we're going to be dealing with your network. Now, whereas your target market is your customers, your network is more your peers. Uh, It's the people within your industry who you will do business with for your customers. So there's a slight different element to it there. But as they say, your network is your net worth. It's extremely valuable and it's often overlooked. People kind of dismissive thinking network, networking, going to these boring breakfasts where I have to announce what I do and and collect business cards from people I don't want to speak to. Of course, we've all been there. We've all had terrible experiences like that. However, with a bit of work and connecting to the right people, your network can be extremely important. Good people in your network, they're going to lift you when you feel down. They're going to help you get work. They're going to be full of advice. You know, they are going to be, you know, the lifeblood of your business. People um, who you meet along the way, they can provide guidance, advice, insight. They'll introduce you to people. They're vital if you want to grow your business and grow your brand from an internal point of view, because they're always going to stay up to date with industry news. They're going to hear what's on the grapevine before it's announced. Uh, If there's any opportunities coming up, any leads for business. If you get on well with someone and they've got a client that they can't deal with, or they're too busy, they're going to offer it to you. And and so, like I said, it's that rapport of using the network to sort of boost your reputation, meet new people, be given support and help. That's what it's there for. So I would always be looking to nurture and build my network around people I like and to help me um, grow my business, you know, raise awareness of what I'm doing. Can I help other people? Can we support each other? It's It's a hugely important thing. And like I said, it's often overlooked or certainly dismissed. And then people wonder, you know, why am I so quiet? Why can't I get clients? Uh, I was hoping my brand would be more successful, would be growing more than now. The truth is you're probably not nurturing your network. And the, the trouble is spending time or finding time, I should say, to work on your business as well as in your business is very difficult. And it's striking up that balance is going to be the key to sort of long-term success. Otherwise, you're going to go from that kind of feast to famine thing where one minute you're super busy, you've got too much work to take on and then you've got nothing. And then you so you go out and you start marketing yourself and you get loads of work and then nothing. The reality is it's got to be a consistent thing. It's got to be like if you, you know, if you want to do exercise or you want to eat or you want to, you know, look at professional athletes. They train every day. They don't just train to get fit and then they stop doing it and they train to get fit and they stop doing it. It's just consistent. They do a little bit every day. And so they keep up that constant presence and they're always aware and they're always match fit. What I want to do is try and help you to get into this mindset where you can um, nurture and build a supportive network and then maintain it so that you're always getting a flow of work coming in and you're always getting that sort of emotional support and that guidance from people you respect. The problem, however, if you aren't nurturing this network and you're deciding I haven't got time to do these things, it's going to be really hard to get introductions. And if you're not meeting people, people aren't aware of what you're doing. And therefore, when an opportunity comes up that they might need what you offer, you're not going to get it because they don't know of you. So you're going to be missing out on opportunities. And not only will you not get them, the worst thing is other people will. Rivals who maybe perhaps 
not quite as experienced or not as skilled as you, but they make a lot of effort to do the networking, they'll get the opportunities first. And if they take them and do a good job, their reputation will build and they'll overtake yours. And the problem is you'll find yourself struggling, wondering, how is he getting that chance? Why didn't I get that? Oh, I'd have loved that job that she did. I'm getting nothing. And this is why. So what we're trying to do today is we're going to fix this, put into effect a system and a plan that's going to help you be more strategic in how you do this so you can start growing your business. Okay, the first step is you need to find out where people meet up. So it it sounds really simple, but within your area, there's going to be a whole range of local events and meetups and breakfasts and evenings and whatever it is going on. You need to find out where they are and join up and test them all out. You'll never quite know um, what's going to work for you. There might be industry specific ones. So like if you're in the wedding industry, there might be like a wedding meetup, which is useful. Or there might be just a couple of really good breakfasts. It doesn't really matter. But by going to see them, not only are you kind of uh, you're meeting more people, you're raising awareness of who you are and you're building your network. But you're also working out where's worth, you know, where is it worth me spending my time Where are the networks that people attend, that people take seriously, that have got a good crowd, that have got the right people in them? And where are the people who, I'd always say it's that thing of a business breakfast, um, whenever I would go, the concern would be people would be there for the breakfast more than the business. And although that's their choice, what you want to be doing is you want to turn up an event and meet the people in the businesses you want to work with who are the decision makers, the people who are going to sign off the budgets or agree to work with you not necessarily someone who's been sent along to represent that business um, because they're going to have to go back to their boss and he's got to try and convince them to use you. And it's it's just more steps and more hurdles to get through. So that's the first thing. Find out where people go, join up, go to all of them at least twice and then make a judgment call and go, okay, where's the most likely that I need to focus my attention um, that, I'm gonna, that I'm really going to benefit from? And then when you're in these, again, if you've picked your main ones you're going to attend regularly, then you want to try and pick the key people of influence. There's usually someone in charge who's running it, who is very well connected. Or if not, there's going to be a couple of people who are high value sort of clients um, who are going to be there, or at least they attend regularly. So those are the people. So it's kind of you want to work out, right, I've got 10 different types of event meetups within five miles of where I work. I'm going to pick two out of 10 and I'm going to focus on those and I'm going to get to know the guy who runs it, uh, get to know the girl who's always you know, in charge. She's well connected. Maybe she can introduce me. And then I'm going to use that relationship and invest in that relationship, because if they're the most social people and they're the ones in charge and everyone knows them, they're going to hear the opportunities before you. Um, you know, if you do web design and someone they meet that you've never met says, yeah, we're thinking of updating our website and they like you, they can go, oh, I just met Thad the other day. You should speak to him. He does web design. Maybe you two could be a good fit. Let me make the introduction. And bang, that's a job that's come your way because you've decided to spend time with an influential person who runs a good networking group. So that's the way I would always say that. Um, The flip side is you could always start your own. Um, It's a little bit more hard work. But again, the benefit is you're the one in charge. So everyone's going to come to you. They're going to want to get to know you. And you're the one who's sort of the kingmaker who's in a bit more power of influence. Plus, if you're going to theme it, so if we take the wedding example again, um, if you're going to do, say say you're doing graphic design for weddings and you do stationery for weddings, invites and stuff, I might say, right, that's what I do. 
I would love to meet people who are also in the same industry at me as me, but who are not competitive. So this might be a florist, uh, an event planner, a wedding planner, um, a photographer, dress designer, cake maker, all those type of things. We're all in the same industry, but we're not competing. We can actually support each other. And what I would do is try and work out, okay, could I organize a regular sort of wedding theme meetup once a month where I invite all those people in and we all help and support each other. And likewise, it's kind of if the dressmaker asks the bride, have you thought about doing your invites yet or your anything like that? And she's like, no, I haven't thought of anyone. Oh, you should meet Thad. He does great wedding invites. Let me um, introduce you to. And vice versa, you, so you're doing designs for someone and they say, have you, you know, have you thought about your dress yet? Uh, no, not really. Well, okay, meet Jenny. She does fantastic dresses. And I've referred a couple of other clients have been really happy. I'll, I'll introduce you to. And that's the way it works. You give them business and they give you business. So immediately, if you've got five other people who are aware of what you do and they like you and you're giving business to them, they're going to give business back to you. So it's five people effectively working on your behalf to bring you business, which is huge. A little uh, flip side on that would be to you could form a kind of business alliance. Now, what this is similar to that, but this is a kind of it's a lot more competitive where you might offer commissions to people who bring you jobs. Now, the advantage is where before, if you were taking, so I guess, let's look at restaurants. So I might do branding for restaurants. What I would want to do is form an alliance with the people who also supply restaurants. So that might be caterers, people who work with chefs, interior designers, drink suppliers, food suppliers, uh, all these type of people. But if I look at, say, the drink supplier, I say to him, look, if you get me any work, I'm going to give you 10% of what they get me. He's already got that relationship with the restaurant. So they already trust him. He's got that rapport. So if he recommends me, it's only going to help sell me in. Now, if he knows he's getting a commission like a kickback and we're all giving each other kickbacks, he's going to be more incentivized to promote me knowing he's going to benefit as well. So that's the other way. So you're kind of forcing the issue there by offering sort of commissions and deals and you meet up regularly and work out who needs to do what, oh, there's an opportunity for you. That's more sort of self-serving. And like I said, the other one is more just sort of you want to help each other. So you can, it doesn't matter which one you want to take, but the emphasis is you want to work with people who serve the same target market, but you're not in direct competition with each other. Uh, the other thing I would recommend is signing up for a CRM or, you know, and starting a keep in touch strategy. Now, these kind of, uh, I mean, I use uh, Contactually. There's those loads of them. I think HubSpot do a free one. But what this does is it will go through your contacts and it will allow you just to put a reminder of when to follow up with people. And they, they, you know, they can be quite complex. You can get ones which you can do a real structured kind of when to follow up, what to say, you know, and although it's it feels a bit funny using sort of email templates and all that stuff, the point is that by regularly checking in with people to see if you can help them, you're staying on their radar. And the best way to do that is to not abuse that that sort of relationship and to value them and see what they need. So I would always recommend leading with an article or offering to help or maybe some, a bit of advice or a free giveaway or you know, recommendation or something which can help them. So they're going to think, OK, being connected to this guy is, is valuable to me. He's always helping me. He's always useful and like I said, the key thing with all of this networking is just to stay in everyone's awareness for long enough for an opportunity to crop up. Just remind people what you're up to, that you're out there, that you're willing to help, that you might be able to have a job for them. 
And what that does is people, if they know what you do and an opportunity comes up, they're going to recommend you. And even if they don't know directly or they don't need you, they might know someone else who does. And what this does is the referral system just allows you to keep touching in with all your regular network of connections as a simple reminder. Because if we don't have that referral system, it's too random and you'll end up getting sidetracked by just work. Work and life just gets in the way. You say, right, I'm going to send five emails to people today. You get called onto a job. Your time disappears. You get dragged into a meeting. Bang. It's all over. You haven't sent the emails. Another day rolls around. And life gets in the way. But with this, you get an alert every morning. You need to follow up with these five people today. Here's the last time you followed up with them what you said. Here's some suggestive templates to follow. Double click, fill in the gaps, send. It takes no time at all. You can do it from your phone. And again, it just keeps your network going. A bit like spinning plates. It just keeps you just spinning all the plates for long enough for an opportunity to come around. What I would recommend now is... There's a lot to do. I've set, I've set you with a lot of stuff to do and I'll, and I'll provide links and suggestions for all of this. Um, but I would always uh, recommend getting out there and really thinking about nurturing your network. And as always, like with any sort of network, be it social network or anything, you want to be worth recommending. That means you've got to be professional. You've got to deliver good service. Um, you've got to help others. You've got to be very generous with your time. And you've really got to sort of, I don't know, I always find the best thing is just think, what does this person want? What? How can I help them? What's a point of value? Um, put their needs first and really make an effort. The more generic approach doesn't really work. Uh, it's easy to dismiss and people don't like it. So as always, think about what they're interested in. Maybe research their industry, find a meaningful article or video or recommendation or send them an audio book or make an introduction all these things are hugely beneficial to you. I guess one way you might look at it, I know there's a really, he's actually my business coach and I really respect him, Matthew Kimberley. He has a system called The Five Things. And I think every day what he recommends is that you you reach out to, I think, two or three people in your network. So you're saying, you, you know, you're just, you send something of value to someone. Uh, you offer some advice or, or give away something to someone else. You refer two people in your network uh, you make a sales call and uh, so there's something else, but there's five things to do every day, which is a combination of you're referring business, you're reaching out, reminding people, and you're actually asking to do business with people. And the point being is if you did five emails a day, that's 25 emails a week, you're looking at 100 emails a month of actually reaching out to people. Now that's actively reaching out. There's going to be a return on that. But it's that consistency of saying, right, I'm going to sit down every morning, get this done, bang, 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 bang all done, move up my day. My advice now would be, as always, I'm here to help. I love brainstorming ideas and this type of thing. But I would, I'll, what I'll do is I'll leave some links for a variety of CRM sort of uh, companies and apps that you could use. Uh, I'll leave a link to some email templates that work for me and various uh, meetup sites you can search. For. And like I said, always with all these things, it's all about building a solid foundation for yourself, working on your business and in your business. So making time for keep in touch and networking, getting to know influential people because the average lead time for a client could be anything from six to 18 months. But as long as you're in the conversation and you're always being active, you're going to give yourself a good chance of getting that consistent flow of clients, flow of customers who know what you're doing and people value what you have, you know, what you have to offer. And that's it. Any questions, contact me, email me, message me. I'm always here to help. I just wanted to finish by saying thank you for listening. 
I appreciate your attention and I hope what I've been talking about you'll be able to put into practice. If you know of anyone else who might find this information beneficial, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with them. Please subscribe at iTunes and leave a review. And if you have any questions, you can send me an email or go to my website where you can see all the show notes from this episode. If there are any other topics you'd like me to cover, I'd be happy to do so. DM me on Instagram or send an email to thad at thadcox.co.uk. Thank you.